Hi. Hi, Andy. <laughs> Hi, listener. I'm Andy. And I'm Philip. We're from Look Good for the Boys, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's the show you selected that's the show you to just listen hit to. Play on. Yep. If you looked at the title of the episode before you hit play, you saw that it's uh we're doing to say something nice. Or a variation of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Say something thankful. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Close enough. So anyway, you know the title. So you know also the movie we're covering is Thanksgiving. So you're expecting that. If you didn't look at any of that stuff and you want it to be a surprise, I'm sorry. We just ruined the surprise. But you know what that means. If, if you've listened to a Say Something Nice episode, we say something nice about a movie that we're critical of or <laughs> don't like. And in this case, spoilers. We don't like Thanksgiving. We don't like the movie Thanksgiving. So if you do like it, I don't know, sorry. We also don't like the holiday, so. Yeah, well, yeah, we also hate the holiday. So just Thanksgiving <laughs> in general, yeah. we're against. But we wanted that to like be organically you know, brought out of the episode as you listen to it. Unfortunately, uh, Spyglass, the company, one of the companies behind the Scream movies, and the movie Thanksgiving, sorry, this is all connected, I promise. Of course. Uh, decided to do something really shitty. Which I'm sure most of you are aware of. Yeah, so Melissa Barrera, the star of Scream 7... Well, Scream 5 Scream and 6, five and, and six. supposed to be 7. And supposed to be 7 was fired from the movie over Instagram stories that were critical of this of the Israeli state and government and the military. And I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say whatever. The colonization and the genocide that they are currently carrying out in a land grab, in a transparent land grab, Whatever. Whatever your feelings are on the, the things that are going on, I think we should all be able to agree that firing someone a movie for being critical of a, go- of a, of a government in the case of a military exercise, especially one that is, seems to be specifically targeting civilians, that shouldn't be a fireable thing. No. And, and especially when you read what she wrote, any yeah, of the things she wrote, any of the things that none of Jewish Holocaust scholar that she cited is somehow being read as anti-Semitism, which is whatever. We're in a time of McCarthyism and, you know, grief and things being weaponized and it's not cool. So we just wanted to say fuck Spyglass. Mm-hmm. And even though our the episode you're about to listen to makes it clear that we don't support the movie Thanksgiving... We also now just want to directly state, don't support the movie Thanksgiving. Yeah, don't don't support these people. Don't see their movie. I know you might be tempted now to see the movie so you can understand some of the things we're saying. Or if you've already seen it and you like it and you listen to our episode and you're like, well, now I want to know what they're, you know, I've, I've heard their read. Now I want to see it again. Don't see it again. Or pirate it. Or pirate, yeah. <laughs> just don't pay Fuck for it. it. Pirate it. Don't pay for that movie. <laughs> Buy a ticket for... The holdovers or something, and or the Marvels or what? Not the Marvels. They don't need any more money. Also, fuck Disney. I mean, fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. <laughs> fuck more like fucks giving. <laughs> Today I am not grateful. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm thankful for <laughs> jack shit, buddy. Keep walking. <laughs> But yeah, so we just wanted to make it clear we do not support at all Spyglass's decisions around Scream 7 to fire Melissa Barrera and fuck them and don't see Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's, also, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Also, <laughs> call your reps, get the Five Calls app. But yeah, don't see Thanksgiving. It's a bad movie anyway. Right, yeah. Yeah. So. You, got, you got precious little time left in your one wild and rare life. <laughs> Do not use it to see Thanksgiving. We deserve good slashers. Mm-hmm. Go watch Blood Rage instead. Yeah. And if you've seen Blood Rage, go watch it again. Yeah. Or watch The Boneyard. Yeah. Okay. I keep forgetting that's also a Thanksgiving movie. See, there you go. You have options. Yeah. That don't involve Spyglass. <laughs>
I've long held that cis white men need mental illness <laughs> to go keep on them, to keep them <laughs> humble. Like we need something wrong in our brains. Like I'm glad I have ADHD. Thank God. Because it stops me from being like the white man in the meme. We need depression or anxiety or something in there telling us that we're worthless. So that, so we, that you actually try? So that we actually try or we're not just like the psychopath that's like taking up every space. With it, mediocrity. With, with media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you're yeah. taking up space, it's because you put every fucking effort in. Yeah. Like I think poverty helps <laughs> as yes. well. Like I think... I should be clear. Upper middle class cis white men <laughs> need that. Straight. Cis straight. white. Straight. Yeah. Although well, at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, there's even, a lot of gay men with extreme privilege that are giant pieces of shit. Right. So as long if they have the money to be pieces of shit. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'm not straight, but like I pass enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like people assume about me, you know, or it's not a question that comes up. They just see cis white and it's like, okay. You're fine. Welcome in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right this way, sir. Your table's waiting. But also on the on the the reverse side of that, Andy, is how nice would it be to just like put the most minimal effort forward uh, and have everybody applaud you? I mean, sure. Yeah. We get that anyway though. Like I think this is this is part of my depression is that I, this is why I don't trust any kind of praise. Because if okay. I do something well and somebody's like, oh, that was really good. I'm like, I've seen what you call really good. <laughs> That's not a compliment. Like, again, it's that privilege where it's like, is any positive response I get on something a part of that privilege? Or is it because what I did is actually really good? I don't know. But it's your mental illness that makes you even ask yourself that question. How nice would it be that you the, to not even ask, even ask you that? that That's what I, yeah. But I don't like that. I don't want to be like, no, I'm of course too not. Yeah. At this point in our lives, after having dealt with what we've yeah. dealt with, we couldn't go back. I'm but just to saying be to like that be way. that way. To be part of the problem. To in be a major Eli way. Roth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, and welcome to Look Good for the Boys, a horror gossip podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Andy. We're bitches. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> it's a horror gossip podcast, <laughs> not a horror say nice things podcast. Sometimes it's a horror say nice things podcast. We are just coming off the holidays. Yeah. Well, one holiday. One holiday. There's still a bunch more. Yeah. But we're coming off of the, you know, the bullshit colonial, let's celebrate genocide of indigenous people's holiday mm -hmm. which is always a, you know that's a rough one yeah and it's rough for a lot of people because they would argue i'm sure i'm sure there's people listening to this that had some bad conversations with family no that never happens <laughs> we're the minority here so it's probably going to be rough for someone to maybe like leave a, a stressful thanksgiving that was like laden with arguments and come right to this podcast where us, their chosen family, gets to be like, now let's fight about a movie. <laughs> right. But we're not, th th that's why we're not here to fight. No, we're not. No. So we are here to talk about Eli Ross' new movie, Thanksgiving. <sighs> but in the spirit of the holidays. Yes. We, we're going to be nice. Yes. As and nice as we can be. It's us. So we're not promising perfection. We're, we're promising. Yeah. Attempt. Yeah. We're promising to try. So we have this segment called Say Something Nice where we take a movie that is generally regarded as not good. And yeah, that we don't even like, really. Yeah, and we try to only say nice things. However, this movie, Thanksgiving... It's a special case. Yes. So we're going to say something nice, but we're going to say what we're thankful for from this film. What in this... Because we have a reputation, I'm sure... We can be we can be seen as ungrateful, probably, for the things that we have. I mean, anybody can. So honestly. we want to we want to showcase not just that we're nice, but also that we have we are blessed with the gift of gratitude. Yes, we have gratitude for th plenty of things, <laughs> but specifically, we know that there are many people out there who have appreciated this movie. Yeah, so we're not here to tell you you're wrong. 
No. Or we're not here to be pompous enough to think we can fix this movie. Yeah. Some maybe down the road a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I can probably look time. at this movie. Let people enjoy things for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and then... enjoy it. And then when you've had a breath, I got my notes yes, for you. Yeah. In the meantime, we're trying to cultivate a culture of positivity for the mm-hmm. holidays. Yes. We're trying to be peaceful. And look, you may divine from some of the things that we're saying that we are not fans of the film. Don't let that discourage you. If you liked it. Yeah. If you enjoy something, go you. Yeah. There's so little enjoyment in life these days. Just hold <laughs> on to what you can. Don't let a bunch of Scrooges try to stamp on your your love. Although I don't see us as the Scrooges. I see us as the ghosts. <laughs> Speaking truth to Scrooge. Uh, okay. So the rest of the world are the Scrooges. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is probably not the way to start this. No, no. If, no. Hey, if you like this movie, I consider you to be on par with literature's most notorious villain. <laughs> and I'm Sorry. here to redeem you. <laughs> That's let's, a little shitty. Let's recenter. We're not doing a Christmas story. No. We're doing a Thanksgiving. This is Say Something Thankful. Say Thank- Something Thankful. Yeah. About Thanksgiving. Yeah. I like that because it's like... You know, we have say something nice, just swap the nice out to let everybody know it's a little bit of a special edition, but it's the same concept. Yep, exactly. You know, it's not new Coke, uh, especially because there's so much to not be thankful for in the world right now. Uh, How about we not get into that, that? It's probably good. Yeah. I just don't want to be like, I'm complaining about a movie while horrible things are, well, oh, I get you know, yeah. while evil forces are <laughs> fucking amassing. Tragedy after tragedy. I mean, I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to reiterate it, that entertainment is our safe space in order to escape and just have a moment of respite from the fact that everything's crumbling around us. Yeah. So it's okay to use that space yeah. to not just be like, have rose-colored glasses. We should still be engaging a little bit, though, with the world at large. Go to the ceasefire websites, get the Five Calls app. Do what you're going to do. Maybe understand that, uh, you know, voting isn't going to make a difference soon. Uh, not that it ever was. I, wow. Okay. Hey. Um, but no, we're allowed to have these spaces where we yeah, disengage yeah. for a minute. Yeah. And it's okay to, in those spaces, also have opinions about things. Yeah. Part of that is not casting Tim fucking Dylan to be in your shitty movie. But I, I'm sorry. I what digress. are we here for, Andy? <laughs> what are we here for? Philip, we are here to be thankful. We're here to say something thankful okay. to Eli Roth for his Thanksgiving slasher movie. Yes. So I'm just going to keep a little tally. Here's my pen clicking mm-hmm. of the times that I have to remind you why oh, we're here. Oh, golly. Okay. So there's number one. Uh... <laughs> also, before we get started, I want to say that I'm not holding back here. Spoilers aplenty. You have been warned. Yeah, this is... I, I get the movie just came out, but... Either you saw it or you're not, but it's yeah. going to be spoiled for you if you keep listening. Yeah. We're, we are going to spoil everything. Yeah. So if that matters to you, you know, don't listen, I guess. Join us next week when we do something else. <laughs> do you want to start or do you want me to? I'll start. I am thankful that I got to see a R-rated horror movie in a theater with my close friend, after Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I, not, that's, that's not an oftentimes thing. So I'm glad. A new R-rated horror movie. So I'm thankful for that experience. Can I add to that? Yeah. That not only was it R-rated in the theater after Halloween, but a, a holiday-themed non-Halloween horror movie coming out at the holidays. Yeah, that's true. Time appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like Halloween H2O coming out in August. And you know what else it wasn't? It wasn't Black Christmas 2019. I'm grateful <laughs> that Thanksgiving was not Black Christmas 2019. Uh, I'm thankful that it wasn't the last <laughs> holiday-themed horror movie that I saw in theaters. Right? That was probably the last one. 2019 Black Christmas? In theaters, yeah, I would not say. Not counting, yeah, non-Halloween Non-Halloween holiday. ones. Horror movie. Oh, wow. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That is a b- At least you're not that. <laughs> that is a really shitty movie. Yeah. 
that we are going to be revisiting this year. Oh, God. Yeah, we <laughs> that's are. That's right. Teasers. Uh, also in the spirit of the holidays, yeah. but that's for later. That's for later. Yeah, we're trying to open our presents before Christmas Eve now. That's not acceptable. No, no. I am also grateful for Gina Gershon. I am very thankful for Gina Gershon. I would be more thankful. Is that how I'm going to start phrasing my criticisms? I would be more thankful (laughs) if she had been in the movie longer. I'm not necessarily thankful that she came into the movie and then was immediately gone. Right. I am thankful that she had a kind of memorable gore gag. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I did really, I liked that. Yeah. I liked the like two shopping carts colliding and snapping her neck. <laughs> that was fun. I, look, I'm thankful that Eli Roth has these ideas in this movie. Mm-hmm. The, the Black Friday riot thing is, it's not necessarily original or new, but like as a prologue for a slasher movie, it's interesting. There's like a Final Destination feel to it a little bit. Right. And I adore that. Again, it's Eli Roth, so I don't, I would be more thankful if it were better handled. Yeah, I mean, like, it definitely, it it needed to be a little less on the nose. It also, like, needed to handle its teen presence inside the store a little better, like, a little smarter to make it mean a little more. I I feel like you can say that about every scene in the movie. (laughs) So... Yeah, and also, hey, reminder, we're here to say thankful things. That's a mark against me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, What do you think of that? Follow your own rules. (laughs) Fair, fair. I will agree with you that, because I do love that very classic slasher trope of like an event happening that's traumatic, that's like something bad happening, and then a year later, you know, that's when shit starts to go down. I love that. I love that that. like really classic trope. And here, I just feel like, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting take and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for I'm it. I'm thankful for the first wave slasher vibes of that. It was, a, it was kind of a variation on the idea of like a seminal event of like a, a prank that goes wrong usually or an accident or something that it was, a, it was a fun little way to do that. And also on that note, I am grateful that by doing it that way, it opens up the pool of both victims and suspects really wide. Yeah. Which is kind of unique for a slasher. Yeah. I would be more thankful about that if it it didn't become the only thing he was concerned about. The red herringness of it. Oh, yeah. This movie is bogged down so much by the whodunit. Because all the characters are there for that. And not in like a way that's interesting. And what and their decisions and their actions and their presence is specifically just around, to, yeah, you know, not, keeping they, that mystery. Yeah, they don't all. None of them feel like they exist outside of this scenario. Like none of them feel like people that have other things going on. A few of them do, but it's like weird details. Right. Uh, this is a mark. Sorry. Uh, nope. I'm marking both that's of, both us, of for us. Yeah. That's yeah. both of us. Let's go back on that idea that we're both thankful for the Black Friday riot idea. I'm thankful for other ideas similar to that that feel kind of weird and off the beaten path, like the the bully jock whose name escapes me at the moment, Evan, when he goes off to play football alone, which is a great idea. It's fun. We It doesn't go anywhere and we don't get to see it, unfortunately. But I like that idea just like I like the idea of the Thanksgiving Day Parade disaster. Mm-hmm. The, another kind of final destination thing. And I love that. Again, it kind of is like, here we go, and then uh, it's not happening. There's nothing. It's We do one gore gag, and then it's over. I don't like that. Sorry, two gore right. gags. <sighs> yes, that's a mark against me. But yep. I'm thankful that it decided to do that. I know that that was in the original trailer, so you have to do it just like you have to do the trampoline thing. I wish that it wouldn't have telegraphed it so much with yeah. this whole police plan of getting back to the garage yeah. so that like they can Ugh. trap. And it's like, okay, we know where again, you're going with this. Again, that's more of that like everything revolving around the investigation, the procedural, the mystery of it. We got to stop. It, that one's on me. That one's on me. But I'm thankful for those ideas. Yeah. Uh, you're not uh, already out. What if it's no, just silence no. for the rest of the episode? <laughs> I have other things, I promise, uh-huh. I swear. I just need a minute. Um, <laughs> I'm grateful for the setting. It is, honestly, it's, it's, yeah. it is a well-developed setting. 
It's first wave slasher small town. It's my bloody Valentine. Yes. It's the Prowler. Absolutely. And again, I just came off of a like rewatch of all of Twin Peaks, but it does have this almost Twin Peaksy vibe yeah. to this like town that has like it has its diner, it has its main store, it has, you know, like the main street. You know, mm-hmm. like it just it has like a very full feel to it yeah. that I appreciate. Yeah. And I... even like the the historical area, you know? Yeah. Granted, this is an actual town, so I don't know how much credit we can give to Eli Roth for <laughs> yeah. that. But yeah, thank you, Eli Roth, for, for reaching deep into your imagination <laughs> and plucking out the town Plymouth. <laughs> On that note, I'm thankful for the John Carver lore, the the stuff revolving around you know the historical site mm-hmm. with the break in, the axe, the pilgrim costume is cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I don't love the fact that they're just handing out these masks to everybody. That seems pointless. It's just doing that it could be anybody thing, but if you're going to subvert that by having him dressed in a clown costume at the parade anyway, what's the fucking point? Right. I'm thankful for the John Carver figure. I'm thankful that at some points it's he seems to have a personality. A swagger to him. Like an in- as independent personality yeah. as its own entity. Yeah. When he's doing the stuff with like the tranquilizer gun and some of the like more stealth stuff, I don't like that as much. It's not, it doesn't feel part of a whole with the character. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be ungrateful. I'm thankful that we have again another like semi iconic slasher figure. Because here's the thing. There's two things, very separate things going on with John Carver as a slasher mm-hmm. icon. And one of them is John Carver, the slasher. And the other is, and here's where it comes out, the spoiler that John Carver is the sheriff. The sheriff. Yeah. And so it's like John Carver as the sheriff doing these things, but they don't fit together. They don't flow together. And so what I think you're saying and what I agree with you on is that I am grateful for John Carver, the slasher. Yes. I'm not grateful for who the character turns out to be. I mean, I get it. Scream 6 just did this. Right. I'm With- thankful that this did it better. I feel... Not sure. by much. Not It's like <laughs> C plus versus D, you know? Okay, all right. It's not by much. But Patrick Dempsey, who, by the way, I'm thankful for Patrick Dempsey being in this movie. Yes. I'm I- just always thankful to see that man. Absolutely. Scream wasn't using him, apparently, but whatever. He's here, and that's fine. <laughs> okay. And he's better. he does a better job of doing the like re- killer reveal slasher than Dermot Mulroney. He's kind of doing Farley Granger in The Prowler, but... S- spoiler alert for Scream 6. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen Scream 6 yet, you're not going to. <laughs> and that's fine. Okay. But yeah, I agree. I agree. I am also grateful for Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Just thankful for that man's sweet face. Yeah. <laughs> even even homicidally. Even yeah, even doing a really exaggerated mass hole accent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which changes. Like Makati. it gets so aggressive at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He like he like loses it at one point, but then it comes back when he's yelling, and I do like that. Right. That's nice. We agree. We're thankful for John Carver, the slasher, not necessarily the other stuff. I'm in, on that note, I'm thankful to have a character in a world that a sequel can play with. Y- you know? Mm-hmm. I would love a sequel to this movie directed by someone else. Absolutely. And, I mean, we probably will get it. I don't know. It might still be directed by Eli Roth. But... Just let it go, man. Give it to someone else. We'll see. He hasn't had a lot going on. His yeah. schedule's kind of open. Although he is doing the Borderlands movie. Oh, is he? Well, that'll keep him busy. (laughs) Yeah. Stick with Borderlands. Pass off off Thanksgiving, too. Yeah. Okay. I am grateful for... I'm actually really grateful, minus one thing. I'm really grateful for the high school, the setting itself. I really like just that front entrance with the staircase and kind of like how everything is... There's a lot of like glass-fronted stuff. And kind of these winding hallways that I feel like, you know, make it a little interesting when there is that chase. Yeah. You take out the fucking salon, the little Which, like okay. mannequin. I want to say this. I am <laughs> thankful for the mannequin head salon. I'm thankful for the 
blood and black lace reference that that definitely is. Mm -hmm. And the idea that she's like hiding her head amongst the other heads. I'm thankful again. That's another idea I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that the movie had that idea. It didn't necessarily do a lot of exciting stuff with it. I felt like it had a lot of potential that was unrecognized, but I'm thankful that the idea was there. Okay, I am not on board with the (laughs) the salon. Mostly because it's like, you introduce a weird idea like that, get weird with it, or do something interesting with it, or like, you know, have it be a little atypical. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to remind you here. Fuck, fuck, that's a mark against me. Yeah, it's a mark against you. I agree with you. I think it sucks that it didn't do something weird with that. Of all of the options that it opened up, it didn't do any of them. And I, I feel like you can say that about most of the more interesting sequences of this film. Right. Sorry, I should say even the more interesting sequence, because there are a number of not interesting sequences that you can just think of like a million th- I'm sorry, this is a mark yep, against that, me. Now we're even again. My point is, is that we can't dwell on that. We can't dwell on the like, I'm frustrated by, mm-hmm. because we're here to be thankful. So I'm thankful for the headspace that the film was in when it thought of that even if it didn't do anything with it i i just all i'm saying is i'm grateful for the high school setting like the the actual location that they used minus that i can't i can't share in your gratitude on that note gotcha okay fair Mm -hmm. which is you know what i feel like that's okay to say it's okay to be like i can't share yeah 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 i can't be thankful for that the way you were thankful for that you know what i'm thankful for your honesty yeah Thank you, Andy. <laughs> I'm thankful for your thankfulness. Here's the problem. I had a lot on my list yesterday after we saw the movie that I subsequently <laughs> dismantled the more I thought about them. Yeah. So I'm I'm just trying to like go back and remember who I was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed a lot of people praising the gore. And I I'm I'll say this, I'm thankful that there's gore in the movie. But I, I think it's mid. I think the gore is all like, at best, it's like decent or it's setting up something cool. And then, and then it, nothing cool happens. Right. It's not revolutionary. It's not doing anything. Yeah, new. it's exactly. It's decent. It's solid most of the time, but it's not exceptional. It's not stuff I haven't seen before. It's not like, oh, wow. You know, even when compared to some of the stuff in the trailer, you know the original, sorry, right, the yeah, Grindhouse the- trailer that it, that it's sourced from. Like, it's you know the the setup of the waitress from the diner when she gets put against the refrigerator door after getting dunked in the sink water. Mm-hmm. That's fun. With her skin peeling off, her face and hand skin peeling off, which is great. But then it's the dumpster, and she gets cut in half by a dumpster, which is like I, that's not. I just don't like it. Sorry. This is a this is Yeah, that's I'm a, getting that's a mark to, against this you. This is a mark against me. The guy getting the is that a prow of a boat or something? That pole that goes yeah. through his head? Yeah. On, at the parade. Yeah, I like that. That was good. That was fun. And then the, his blood just spraying all over his daughters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I will say about the waitress, Lizzie. I'm very grateful for her in general. Yeah. I feel like she brings some fun energy to the role. And I also, I'm really grateful. I do love the moment after she's peeled her part of her face and then the like skin of her fingers off that she can't unlock oh, her the phone. with her phone. is <laughs> great. Oh, that bit is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie did actually, it was for about half of it. I was on board or at least open to being on board. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that an Eli Roth movie kept me engaged and thinking I would get better for about 45 (laughs) minutes. That was nice. Actually, about an hour. Let's face it, because the movie is too long. (laughs) I'm going to give you that one. I'm not going to mark that against you. (laughs) Let me find a thankful way to say that. I'm thankful that sitting in that movie uh, made me appreciate using my legs again. (laughs) I was grateful when the lights came on. <laughs> I was grateful to find out that there was not an end credit sequence oh, so very, I could leave. Very thankful that yeah. we didn't have to wait for Nick Fury to ask <laughs> John Carver to join the Avengers. Yes. So here's something. I'm actually kind of grateful for the character of um, 
Who owns the store? Tom. Tom Wright. I'm grateful for the character of Tom Wright, specifically because I did, I am grateful and I did appreciate that they didn't, they they made you think they were going to make him just be this sort of asshole character, like yeah. the typical rich asshole, but they actually gave him a little more nuance. Yeah, I will say that scene where he comes to his daughter, almost catches her, what, stealing security camera footage? Yeah. And he's like, I'm... It's the right thing to do. You're right. I'm sorry. I've been a bad person and this is why, you know. I am thankful for that scene. That was yeah. really good. That was unexpected. It was, yeah, totally out of left field. It yeah. was weird, but weird in like a good way. Yeah. You know. It almost makes me wonder if someone else came up with that. <laughs> like, I just don't. I don't trust that Eli Roth understands people enough. Careful. Okay. We're getting close. <laughs> I'm thankful that that, that scene got in somehow. Mm-hmm. Because character-wise, I have to say, there's not a lot I'm thankful for. So it is good to recognize, like, Lizzie and Tom Wright and the characters that are kind of interesting. Doug, the security guard, is interesting in death. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you find out some things about him. Mm-hmm. It made me wish he had been in the movie more. But I'm thankful for that character. I'm thankful for... Yeah, it's like none of the leads... <laughs> None of no, the, like, not core group. a one. I'm kind of thankful for the one girl's Russian mob boss dad. Who actually, you're right. I am. I am thankful for that idea where he just shows up. He's like, "We're going to Florida." I, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm thankful that's for that. Fun. That yeah. is fun. And <laughs> although the whole thing at his house with the like construction setup is obviously just like t- for a kill. I yeah. do love the line where. It, the deputy is like, when's the renovations going to be finished? He's like, never. Never. (laughs) He's a weird character. And you're right. He does feel like he fell right out of Hostel. Yeah. 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 I was like, is this one of the guys from Hostel? He he escaped prosecution by going to Plymouth. Yeah. (laughs) I'm thankful for some of the shots being framed well. Yeah. Like which ones, Andy? I don't know. Just there are some sequences. There are some... You know, when it's moving, which I'm thankful for the moments when it does move. It, there are some shots that are that I remember thinking were like framed well. Here, This is my way of saying I don't really like the way it was shot. Like the lighting is terrible. The editing is terrible, too. Like it just doesn't have a pace to it or a rhythm at all. I am thankful no, that, that sometimes the shots are framed well. <laughs> um, usually when... John Carver is on screen, usually when he's doing something. Although, sometimes even... I'm sorry, okay, I'm pulling back. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm thankful that that there was a dinner scene, I guess. I cannot share in that yeah, gratitude. you know, if you're going to do a Texas Chainsaw Massacre style, like, or old Dark House style crazy dinner scene... You know, happy birthday to me is sort of the standard at this point if you're doing it in a first wave slasher style. Mm-hmm. And this is no happy birthday to me. <laughs> right. Well, it's just, I mean, it's just my biggest bad. issue. With, I'm sorry. It's fucking bad. It, it, it doesn't feel like it has any stakes. It's not interesting. It's not John, either funny or scary. John Carver talking is like with the voice modulator thing. Like, I get it, but it doesn't. He's not saying. He's not anything. saying anything. And then he goes and I, I, I groaned audibly in the theater when he goes and kills the like the one person who actually was flaunting the fact that they were in yeah. the store, and then right after proceeds to like you know berate the other people still alive, yeah. and I, he even I, says like because you're still alive because you were flaunting being in the store. And it's like well you, you just, just literally just killed the yeah, guy. You that just punished the, the actual one person yeah, okay. who was like. Uh, you know what? I'm thankful for that kill, though. I'm thankful for the a meat tenderizer in the head gag. Mm-hmm. You're right, and I love that it like you know it works immediately. Like yeah. that head gets oh yeah, it's tenderized gets real quick. Yeah, so I'm thankful for that. It, I would be more thankful if he just was a menacing presence that didn't talk during that. It didn't say anything during that. It just it doesn't work with the mask. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and I. 
am grateful for the buildup to the dinner where he has this table set that he's posting on social media and his victims he's slowly adding to yeah. the table. And it's like, why couldn't that have just been the thing? Why did we have to have a dinner scene where everybody's at the table alive? Like, why yeah. couldn't he have just continued to add victims no, to this table? That's good. That is good. I am thankful. That's another idea I'm thankful for. Yes. Again, it didn't really pan out, but it is a nice like, hey, let's set this up. Let's set the table the social media angle is yeah okay we have to i guess but whatever i'm yeah i am thankful for that that idea and this is something that i feel like slashers have a tendency to sometimes overthink the need for this like climax you know to like build up to something yeah. you know when it's like you could have just carried on with this massacre yeah. right like it didn't yeah. have to be building to something yeah and th- and this is a movie that understands that because at one point it's building to a party that we don't really see a lot of. It doesn't really mean anything. Like it's built up as a thing. Right. And then it doesn't mean anything except for, I mean, I, do, I am thankful for the character of McCarty. Yes. I am thankful for like the shitty, towny, yokel, black sheep that like trying to hustle has got a bunch of schemes, you know? I'm always a fan of that kind of a character. Mm-hmm. So I am thankful for that. But yeah, I am with you. Slasher movies, you don't need to build up to this thing. Well, I, I just, I feel like slasher movies can do the best when the climax is, is more simple. Yeah. You know, like it, it comes down to the final girl or boy versus the slasher. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be this whole fucking thing. Yeah. And even that, I mean, this movie does end up doing that. Like it does do the denouement thing where it's, you know, we have... Uh, a fake out climax followed by an epilogue with the reveal of who the killer is, which is, you know, very standard, the falling action of that. But I just don't like how it's done. Right. <laughs> I don't get I'm thankful though for the No. I'm I running out nothing. of gratitude. I got here. nothing for that ending. I might that might be it for me. Yeah. That might be everything I can say I'm thankful for in that film. I'm really trying to find more. The music? I don't know. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm thankful for some of the characters. I'm thankful for the setting. I'm thankful for the icon, you know, the slasher himself. I'm thankful for some of the ideas the film has. Again, there's a lot of raw materials that could make a very great movie. You could do a lot of great stuff with some of the things we're thankful for here. It's just like, not to beat the metaphor to death, but it's like an overcooked meal in some places and undercooked in others. It's sloppy. It's clumsy. It's like using the wrong ingredients sometimes or the wrong amounts of certain ingredients sometimes. You know what it is? The whole thing is just a perfect metaphor for what Thanksgiving actually is. <laughs> yeah. A mess? Yeah, and something <laughs> nobody wanted or asked for that is thrust upon us that there are good things about, that we try to find little pieces we enjoy because we had to sit through it, and, and if ultimately, can, we all walk away just being like, God, I wish I didn't have to do that. Yeah, and if you can disassociate enough or turn your brain off, you can enjoy it for the comfort it is, I guess. <laughs> but if you're like me and too concerned with the origins... And and significance, and you, you and you who let, like are unable to quiet yourself yeah, when I, your family I, says I shitty things. I can't let anyone else enjoy themselves. <laughs> I have to be like, you know that this holiday is founded on bullshit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you're the type of person who can go to any family Thanksgiving and enjoy yourself no matter what happens, you probably like this movie. Yeah, yeah. Hey, congratulations to you. That says that says some good things about you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take things in stride. You can find the beauty in the darkness. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful you exist. Yeah, if there you needs like to be movie. more of you in this world. Yeah. I know it's a... I don't know if I, <laughs> I mean, believe I, I, that. Uh, <laughs> I realize this is still kind of a shitty thing to say, but I promise I didn't go into this movie wanting to dislike it. I know that, like, I expect to dislike things a lot, but I... I went into this really wanting to like, especially after some of the like positive takes I saw about it, I was really kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe it'll be another hostile part two situation for me. Maybe I'll, I'll walk in and be like, okay, I can accept this. 
Well, and, honestly, and at first it kind of yeah, was that. I will say I am grateful. Like the first hour really built up enough goodwill. Yeah. You know, that I was I was able to kind of look past its flaws and I was excited about where it was going to go. And well, honestly, that's another thing it kind of has in common with Scream 6 for me is it, that like I it started out and I was in. I was like, OK. And then just as it went on, it was like, mm, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. 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 The NECA figure is cool. Are you going to buy it? No. <laughs> I'll tell you this. If the sequel comes out and the, if, the, if the sequel is made and the sequel is good and they make a figure for the sequel, I'll, I'll probably buy that figure. Yeah. Again, I'd like to re, I'd like to echo your sentiment, your gratitude towards the potential yeah. that this gives for a franchise. I'm always thankful for franchise potential, baby. And there are plenty of franchises out there in which the first movie was not the greatest yeah. or Leprechaun. sometimes even the worst. Saw. Yeah. It happens all the time, man. Hostel. Hey, Eli Roth made a sequel to Hostel that I liked. Maybe he'll make a sequel to this that I like. I don't know. And then I can be thankful for that shit. Yeah. You never know. People you can never, surprise you. You just never know. Yeah. Just like sometimes you go to Thanksgiving dinner and you're like, actually, that was fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's never <laughs> yeah, happened. Yeah. Uh, you got to get real drunk or real high usually. Oh, I mean, Friendsgivings, though. I've been to a lot of Friendsgivings I've loved. Yeah, but I just don't think you can count that because it's chosen. Yeah. You know? You know, maybe that's what we need is a Friendsgiving slasher movie called Friendsgiving. I mean, and it's all of the stuff that you like about Thanksgiving with none of the bullshit you don't like about Thanksgiving, like Eli Roth. <laughs> I love that idea. I feel like you just monkeys pot it. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. We're going to get Friendsgiving next year or the year after. I promise you, actually, that's coming. Yeah. And it's not going to be good. It'll be an asylum movie. <laughs> oh, man. What if it's a Tubi original and it's awesome? You know what? I, I'm on board. Oh, I, man. That's actually, what I fucking that... want. Does sound like a Tubi original. A Tubi original called Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. That's all I want this uh, holiday season or next. Somebody I'll, make it. I'll happen. give you a year. Tubi. Yeah, I'm gonna write the. I'll write a treatment for it. Tubi's the only place that can handle this correctly. Yeah. Really quick, what are you thankful for? I mean, th- I don't want to do like our wrap up. Uh huh. This isn't to do our year end wrap up because okay. we are gonna do that. Okay. What's the horror movie this year that you are most thankful for? That ne- feels- Not necessarily like what you think is the best, if that makes any sense. Okay, yeah. Or your favorite, but the one that you are most, maybe most surprised by, or maybe most like didn't know you needed, but then it came along. I mean, just off the top of my head, I would say, talk to me, because I didn't know anything about it. I intentionally avoided reading okay. anything about it or watching the trailer. And I got to experience it with you on your birthday. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, seeing a horror movie on a birthday with me. And enjoying it. On on my birthday. Yeah. How nice for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, okay. What's your what what have you seen? What was your f- most thankful that you hadn't that's like not from this year, but that you've seen this year? Well, come on, that's an easy one. What is it? Blood Rage. Oh. <laughs> How I had never seen that movie. Hell yeah. I don't, it's beyond me. Okay, right. what are yours? Ah, uh, gosh. I mean, for the movie, horror movie I'm most thankful for, it might be, I mean, it might be my still my favorite movie of the year, which is St. Drogo. Mm, which I haven't seen. But yet. it could also be Influencer or The Haunting of Queen Mary. I haven't seen St. Drogo, but Influencer and Haunting of Queen Mary are both just Beautiful surprises. Yeah, just yeah. That's why surprises. I think maybe Haunting of Queen Mary might be the one I'm most thankful for just because it was just like, what the fuck is this? And then, uh, wow, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And probably the thing that I hadn't seen before. God, I don't know. There's so many. I'm you sorry. Have, you have to pick just one. Snake Girl and the Silver-Haired Witch. Okay. All that's right. it. That's the that's, one. That's the one you're most grateful for. Or maybe it's uh, The Witch's Mirror. Or maybe it's uh, Gemini. You know what? In the spirit... Or maybe it's uh, the Spider Labyrinth. In the spirit of the holiday season, you can be grateful for many things. <laughs> I'm thankful for so many movies. This movie, today's movie, I can't say is one of them. <laughs> there will be no leftovers. <laughs> Why? 
Yeah. Why did he shout? What? What a weird thing to shout. Yeah. That whole finale is so uninteresting. Yeah. Although, actually, here's something I'm grateful for. I wish it was shot a little better, and I feel like it could have been a better better handled punchline. But the whole Plymouth Rock running into the the tow truck. Oh. <laughs> I, I think that's yeah, great. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm also, I'm thankful for the, how that climax, the explosion happened. Like, I'm thankful for all of the steps in that journey. It's a lot of steps. Yeah, it's a lot of steps. Yeah, this happens, and then this happens, and then the, the, the turkey float, and then the, you know. The I, charm bracelet. The charm the bracelet. Thing. Yeah, the mus- Which Ooh. she does say at the beginning, the thing about the musket, and it's like, okay, we we know what this means. Well, and that's the thing about this movie is that it's, goofy but it doesn't realize it's goofy and if it had just leaned into that like it like the opening like if it, it was if the whole movie was as goofy as the opening it, all of that shit would have played so much better it really does feel in so many ways that Eli Roth is trying to be like very safe middle of the road with this movie right and it suffers for it like he's afraid to be goofy he's fine being goofy up to a point when it's you know it's like the guy that dances and then like uh, I'm making him dancing. I'm, a, I'm an yeah, idiot. Like he, you know? he's aware of the fact. That yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's so stupid that I'm dancing, right? You know, like instead of that. just being stupid dancing. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's that. It's that. Where it's like it's too restrained. It and needs self-aware. to be a little sillier and yes. a little less self-aware and a little more just vulnerable, but also more transgressive. Like it just doesn't seem. You know, Eli Roth. It's like no, you want to be. He's transgressive. He's extreme, right? And it's like, where is that here? It's well, just not here. Just like most, not all, not all, Andy, uh, straight, cis, white, upper class, hot men, <laughs> he's afraid of his most interesting impulses. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Again. He's afraid to explore them in the open. Yeah. There you go. That's what it is. So uh, plus, also Tim Dillon is in the movie, and fuck that. Stop casting Nazi adjacent media personalities to be in your fucking movies, people. Sorry. No, you're okay. You're allowed to say that. Fuck that guy. So Andy. Yep. On that note, I have another question for you. What is your holiday wish? Horror wise, um, like obviously we're like we do end of year like. Wishes for yes. 2024. This isn't yes. for that. I'm just talking about the holiday season. I'll tell you, I I got a couple things. Okay. There's a really low budget indie horror movie I saw at Nightmares coming out called Santa Isn't Real. And uh, I want to watch that with you when it hits VOD. Okay. It's not... Done. It's. I don't want to offer any caveats for it. Uh, I just had a lot of fun watching it. Okay. And I, and I think it might be fun to watch with you. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe you won't like it. I don't know. But either way, I can I can grant that holiday wish. Okay, good. The thing I'm most excited about coming out in the holidays is not a horror movie. What it is, is it? Silent Night. Oh. The new fucking John Woo movie. I cannot wait. Wait, so you're excited about that remake of the reboot of no, Silent Night, Deadly Night? No, it is Deadly not. That, oh my God, wait. <laughs> Do we have to count this John Woo movie now as part of the Silent Night, Deadly Night I think franchise? We need, we need a new tri- Twitter poll. <laughs> you have to give me this, Twitter. Yeah. You have to if say you yes. Count, if you count 2012 Silent Night as part of the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, then you have to count 2023's Silent Night yeah. as part of the Silent yeah, Night, Deadly Night Yeah, because it's called franchise. Silent Night. Yeah, and it takes place on Christmas, so it's and part of the that's, universe. That's the only connection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really the only fucking connection. But I mean, there's okay. Oh, there's a killer Santa. Yeah, is yeah. there if a killer Joel, Santa? If Joel Kinnaman puts on a Santa outfit and, and kills Silent somebody, Night and kills somebody, it done. Counts. It's part it of it. Fucking counts. Yep. Yeah. What about you? What's your holiday? My holiday wish is for just one of the many movies I have not seen yet this year that is still I that are still about to come out or are going to be available soon. Just one to, to make me happy. <laughs> oh my God. you the bar is so low. Well, look, we live in dark times, Andy. If we don't set the bar low, we're, we're uh, bound to be disappointed. I, you know, I'm not going to argue with you there. Well, I hope in that case, then I hope you like Santa isn't real <laughs> when we watch it. Will, will we be able to watch it before the end of the year? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's hitting VOD December 7th. 
I want to say. Oh, perfect. Or okay. something. Yeah, I mean, I can't really, I can't wish for a lot. I get, well, there's a new Godzilla movie, a new John Woo movie, a Yorgos Lanthimos movie that looks like Bride of Frankenstein, all coming out in the next month. So the holidays are going to be fine for me. Oh, well, careful. With movies. Careful. Yeah, I got to stop. <laughs> I just don't know of a lot of holiday horror that's coming. Well, there's It's a Wonderful Knife. Oh, yes, It's a Wonderful Knife. And Nightmare on 34th Street are both holiday horror movies coming out this year. Okay, yeah. So we're going to have a couple of holiday slashers to watch. Cool. Yeah, so what do we get? We got the holidays are going to be fine. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Thanksgiving? The movie, not the holiday. I I don't I think at this point I'm all out of something nice to say. No more gratitude. No, and I don't want to like just end this with being like, by the way, fuck that. You know, I just I don't want to rain on anybody else's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I just um, yeah, I'm just uh, Eli Roth is still one for whatever he is. With one me. for quite a lot. One for quite a few with me and features. <laughs> one one point two five if you count the Thanksgiving trailer. Um, I have something to add. Actually, yeah. I am grateful. Speaking of, because about one year ago we released an episode called "Queer Eye for the Straight Fright," in which we were providing some tips oh, for Eli mm-hmm. Roth to make his movies a little less aggressively straight. Mm-hmm. So I am grateful that this movie is not aggressively straight. I, here's what I'll say. I'll say this movie still feels aggressively straight, but not like homophobic, aggressively straight. Not oppressively straight. Yeah, there you go. It doesn't feel (laughs) oppressively straight. It still feels a little too straight for my tastes. Uh But yeah, it's not like, it's not as stupid, shitty frat boy straight as Eli Roth's other movies have been. So in that case, maybe I'm glad it's a little bland. Maybe I'm glad it's a little vanilla. Yeah. You know what I think happened, Andy? What? I think in the last decade or so, Eli Roth found a gay friend. (laughs) (laughs) A single single a gay friend. One singular gay friend. (laughs) And let's be honest, that gay friend probably still sucks. Like they're... (laughs) They're probably like a Republican gay. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're log cabin for sure. Yeah. But they're gay. Yeah. So, you know. So there you go. It counts. So it counts. Wait. So just, so don't say the F slur anymore, <laughs> Eli. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, yeah. He needs a few more. Yeah. Gay friends, that is. Yeah. I mean, this is why we queer item. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So maybe, you know, some of it took, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm with you. I'm thankful that this movie isn't like. A bigot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I, in the interest of not upping my score this day, I have to keep my mouth shut after that. Yeah, that's, let's just leave it at that. Yeah, that's that's fine. We draw the line there. So we'll be back because the holidays, they still press on. Thanksgiving might be over, but we still got other bullshit. Yeah, you're not out of the muck yet. So yeah, we'll be back next week with... If we're still alive. We'll be back next week if we're still alive. We got some joyous things to to give you during the holidays. <laughs> yeah. 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 So until then, bye good luck. TTFN? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. Why not? No leftovers. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>